Hello, and welcome to another episode of Scavenger Life. This is episode number 493 at scavengerlife.com. We should rename this podcast the Shipping Podcast. Because <laughs> oh, uh, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about yep. today. We've never really talked this much about shipping on eBay, which is interesting because shipping is so much a part of... It's a huge part of yeah. it. It's almost like so much of a part of it that you're like, well, what am I going to talk about? It's just a necessary part yeah. to figure out. And the reason why we're talking about it is because, you know, I think we take for granted how well the shipping in America works, the shipping uh, system works. I know? never take it for granted, just <laughs> FYI. Never. Me as an average American, sure? you, we just people. forget like... I want to send this to you across the country, like 2,000 miles. Uh, sure, I'll just stick in a bag. You know, On Monday, and it should get there Wednesday. Right. Like, like, why? What? And, you know, if it's not, I'm going to get outraged, you know. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, there are probably, whatever, 100 hands that have to touch that package in, in trucks and planes yep. before it gets to you. So we're seeing what happens when that breaks down, and that is with the United States United States Postal Service. USPS. Yeah. Uh, having unprecedented issues. And it seems to be because COVID is wiping out, yeah. you know, uh, workers who have to, they're getting sick. And, so there's that. Know. So COVID is wiping out people. Right. Um, I mean, wiping out, maybe not killing, but well, wiping out like. Yeah. People are at home. People have to quarantine, whatever. Um, and then. Everyone who is staying home and not shopping at big stores are shopping online. Right. And it's the holiday. It's right. like the perfect store. It is, yeah. You know? I mean, this is just, it really is funny when everyone's making fun of, in a dark way, how 2020 is so crazy. It's just where all these things are happening at the same time, right. at the worst possible moments. Right. Uh, so a lot of sellers that we know on our forum... Say they're putting their store either on vacation or on time away. Yeah. Um, to try and give themselves more time. Um, you know, so they're extending their handling time. So they're adding like 15 days of handling time. So they're packing. So people can't to like, say anything. Although I did see that when people were saying they would put their time, their store on time away, which basically gives them more handling time, that eBay was still showing that the item needed to be shipped by a certain date. So I don't know That's if that weird. was exactly I haven't tried working. it yet, so I don't know. But for us, we have not changed. I'm just shipping. We're selling and shipping as normal. and I have a three-day handling time. Right. As, as we have the past year. I think for the longest year. time, yeah, we were always... Same day. In quote, same day. And up we, until 9 a.m. or whatever. And we decided to just add three-day handling time because uh, really the, the same day was to try and get the uh, top-rated seller discount where they give you, for a long time, it was 20% Which off is a your, lot. your final value fees. And then they changed it to 10%. And it just, it just stopped if anyone from eBay is hearing this. It stopped mattering. Yeah, you're... you're, you're the, the there wasn't carrot, an incentive, right? The, the the carrot to ship quickly has gone. I was away. like, yeah. you know, well, and also time. like everybody hears on this podcast right. every week. We have a lot of stuff going on, so giving me three days on big, heavy, delicate items is helpful. Like I'll ship those shoes and those t-shirts and those right. whatever as fast as possible. But when there's a vase that's like twenty inches high, made of glass, I'm 
God help me. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to do that tonight when I have it. 45 minutes, you know. So going back to shipping, we a week ago we were kind of complaining. uh, You know, we were voicing everyone's complaint about how eBay, though it's not their fault that shipping is late. Yeah. They're part of the process and they weren't helping us explain to buyers what's going on. Well, it's really funny because we were talking to Phil, one of our partners in the coffee business, and obviously, he's a part of this like madness of USPS. People are contacting him. He's looking at tracking, and uh, you know he's had friends of his be like, "How come my stuff isn't getting here?" And he's like, "Guys, this is the craziest right. time! Like it's unprecedented because normal people aren't in this every day." Right? Yeah, I I I was just assuming. This was going to be a story on the local news, like it's wherever normal people get their news. And there, but, it is now, I yeah. think, but some people okay. aren't listening. Fine. So eBay is finally stepping in. So yes. starting e- December 16th, they put out like a blog post. Uh, we can uh, link to it. Uh, yeah. But it says, for items in transit, we are keeping cases open for 10 more days from the time a buyer asks eBay to step in and allow additional time for item to be delivered. This is okay. So, and I say, this is big. So, mm-hmm, this is huge. And once a buyer opens an item not received case, an INR, mm-hmm. we have 10 days to hope that the item is delivered. So, um, <laughs> 10 days, huh? <laughs> so, you know, a buyer can only, and, and here's the, the, the deal. So, you know, yeah. there were some brand new people, or they seem brand new to the forum who were like, you know, yeah, it hasn't gotten there in four days. The buyer's complaining, should I just give them back their, oh, um, yeah. their cash? And I'm like, like, no. <laughs> like, this is how it works. I mean, yeah. there's a process here. A buyer has can only open an item not received request after the estimated delivery date has come. Okay, right. Plus one more day after that. So okay. if it's supposed to come on like December 10th on a Tuesday, right. they have to wait till... Wednesday to, open to actually case. open that case. When that request is made, the seller, us, has three business days to respond before the buyer can f- to ask eBay to step in. So our thing is just like slow everything yeah, down. Yeah, slow everything. Like down. you don't have to immediately say anything. You have three business days. So that means if they contact you on a Friday, yeah, that's Friday. Saturday, Sunday don't count. Monday, Monday Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You know. So um, again, yeah. our point is not to like be rude to people. It's just like it's just to slow things yeah. down. Then, if the tracking on the item shows movement within the past ten calendar days, and the parcel is in the destination country, right? eBay will keep the request open for ten more days from the time the buyer. Ask eBay to step in to allow additional time. So eBay That's very helpful. So eBay is understanding and they're giving ten and I guess it's ten calendar days, you know. After that, yeah. if there's no updated activity, eBay will consider the item lost and will ask the seller to right. refund the buyer. So it right. doesn't doesn't keep off us off the hook totally, but the whole point is to give time. The thing that I've been seeing is you know that it, it's it's super random. Like th- this is what's frustrating. I have stuff that I shipped a couple days ago. 
that got delivered media mail to California. Right. What? So I have priority mailboxes going to the next state over to West Virginia that are like either sitting at my post office or sitting at our sorting facility. So my question so. is, is that still for boxes sent in the past week or, yes. or is this just – okay. Yes. Okay. So for eBay, I've noticed a lot of my stuff has been delivered. The stuff from the last, I would say, seven days, like seven days total, not business days, are some stuff just sitting. I shipped some Christmas presents up to Massachusetts. They haven't left Richmond. You know, this is like on the 10th. But at the end of the day, everything is eventually Yes. So I don't think things are lost. So we have not, because, you know, we've been complaining about this. We as in the general population (laughs) since like after Thanksgiving. So it's been almost a month. Yes. We have never declared anything lost, right? No. So everything eventually is getting there. It's just slow. Um, And, you know, obviously it's a bummer because, you know, people are buying Christmas ornaments from me. And I'm like, this is not going to get there. Like, just so you know. (laughs) That's that's like, like, this is next year's Christmas. (laughs) Well, what's hilarious is I've been seeing people online, too, say this. And I've said this, too. It's like... It's a New Year's present, you know, right. like, and and I even laugh. I'm like, well, hopefully you get it by New Year's. Yeah. Then it'll be a Valentine's Day present. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so here's the way I'm uh, reading eBay's blog post yeah. about timing. Okay. So day one, the buyer buys the item and eBay says it's going to be delivered in five days. Right. Okay. So they... So day five comes, they can't do anything, the buyer. It hasn't gotten there. They have to wait a day. Day six. Right. So day six, they can open a case to say my item hasn't come. Yes. Okay. We have three day, three business days to respond to that. When, when you say respond, it, it, it means... Like put your tracking. Put in your in. tracking, which again right. on the forum we talked about, it's crazy. eBay has your tracking. Right. You're but, like, but you have to like put the tracking yeah. in and prove to eBay, I, I shipped, shipped it, it and it's on its way. And so, yeah. e- so you have three business days. So that could be three calendar days. It could be five calendar days depending on right, where depending it is. Right, depending on what it is. So... Uh, and then if you can, and, and let's be clear here too, if you can calm the buyer down, right? you can keep that clock ticking for a while because until the buyer actually says, eBay, I want you to get involved now. Yes. Cause they can let it sit right. for 45 days or whatever. Right. So that's what a lot of people on the forum are doing is they've kind of built these, these yes. emails that try to explain we're so sorry. Yes. Empathize. Yes. You know, because it is. It's, it's you know, we, we all empathize with buyers, but yeah. we're like, it's not our fault. Right. The we're, we're trying. I'm calling the post office. Right. I'm keeping track on the right. tracking. If you can calm them down, that, that then stops the clock. Yeah. But then when the buyer says eBay, I want you to get involved. Yeah. So now eBay's like, okay, where's this item? They're giving you another 10 days. Which is great. Before they so do anything. Helpful. So basically, even if a buyer is super unhappy and uh, impatient, you have 20 days 
at the minimum right. for that item to get to where it needs to go. And hopefully that is happening. And so far we have seen yes. our packages are getting to people within 20 days. The, the longest I've seen has been from the day I shipped it, like 15 or 16 days. Right. Um, which is insanity, right. but um, it has moved. Right. So so that's that's kind of the thing for me. The way I'm reading this, we have from the um, uh, from the second we ship it from our house. Yeah, eBay's giving us a minimum of 20 days without eBay like getting mad at us. Yeah, so coming down helpful. from the mountain. Yeah, striking us down us. with lightning. Yeah, so that's the deal. It's helpful, and also uh, when you look at as a buyer, I also buy stuff on eBay. Um, as I've always said, and I looked at tracking on my purchase page and there is a big banner that says whatever it's like shipping delays are being experienced. Please be patient. And USPS big banner on the top. Tell me this. So a lot of people, a lot of buyers, I think don't know where to find the tracking or don't look at the tracking, don't understand the tracking. If you have a bit of a hack, right? When somebody yes. starts complaining, you take their email address yes. and you put it into the USPS USPS website. Right. So tracking information gets sent to, to them. them. So what I did, this happened, um, this actually happened before Thanksgiving. So whatever I started. So actually last night at literally three o'clock in the morning, I was like, I'm just going to look at the tracking for like the last two months of all my packages, which I did. Real quick. Does that make you calmer at three o'clock in the morning or are you doing that? It puts me right to sleep. uh, You're in high alert. Okay. It's like a nice thing to be like, okay, now I'm going to sleep. But I was thinking, um, you know, when did I start seeing delays? I started seeing delays in certain parts of the country um, before Thanksgiving. So I was shipping um, a pair of boots to someone in Oklahoma. And it started getting stuck like halfway there. And it took about, like I was saying, 15 to 16 days to get there. So he had opened an item not received case. But what I did was I tried to calm him down. I was like, it's definitely on its way. It made movement yesterday. It's just been taking a while. He paid, obviously, for the cheapest. He paid for parcel. Um, So what I did was I took the... It's like an anonymized email address that they do now on eBay. If you're in managed payments, it's like member 1679 blah, blah, blah at ebay.com. It's kind of like Craigslist. So I took that email address, I did, I put it into USPS email tracking, and I'm like, email this person every time there's movement. And then for the name, I put, you know, combat boots from eBay, you could even put the item number or something. And so he was getting emailed every time there was movement, just so he knew, you know, so I've been doing that um, for other people when they've asked, we've only had like one I don't even think we've had anyone else. Oh, the pants person. They were the pants person. So they um, were upset and then their stuff started moving (laughs) that morning. And I had done that email thing too, where they were getting updates. And of course they opened it. Yeah. I mean, a return. Right. So I was like, this person's returning these, no doubt. It, we're going to skip to it. But yeah, uh, the, the buyer was like very angry. The item didn't get to him exactly when it said it did. 
he we gave him a deal. He got it, and then he sent it back because they didn't fit. In, so. <laughs> I'm like, fine, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, on a more positive note, yes, Simon on the forum who is newly retired. Yes. Congratulations. Uh, he says, uh, is anyone else enjoying the subtle but helpful change in the single label shipping flow on eBay? I, I won't have any idea what this means, but let's see if you do. When I press a button to create a shipping label, I'm now seeing the print options come up immediately instead of having to click and print button, see the label and printing off the PDF print button. It saves a couple of clicks, which is nice since I go through that flow numerous times each day. Do you um, understand that? <laughs> I, it, I think it depends on what browser you're in, um, what OS you're on. Um, because I noticed that Firefox, the, one of the newest versions of Firefox is like Firefox 81, if you're a nerd. Um, they started their own print preview dialogue, which Chrome had had forever. Um, but now uh, Firefox has it. Thank God. I've been waiting forever to have a print preview dialogue in Firefox. Thank you to everyone at Mozilla. Um, and... That might be it that he's talking about. I don't know if he's on Chrome or Firefox. I don't know. Uh, or anyway, something else. Check it out. So that might be why. Okay. And then Antique Frog says, and again, I won't know this, but maybe you will. eBay started sticking a code like eBay K3ZRQT uh, between the buyer street address and the town. He says, I don't know the purpose of that, but I edit the label to move it someplace else. Anti-Frog is in the UK. Yeah, maybe so it's a UK thing. So I've never noticed that, but I will look on my shipping labels. I wonder if it's somewhere else in the US, mm. because obviously if if he yeah. and or she is uh, shipping Royal Mail, those labels are totally different than USPS. I don't even know what that, that looks it. like. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. What is that code for? Yeah, who, who is I, reading that code? Yeah, I don't know if that's... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what that means. And then someone else was asking this. And I always try to answer questions about shipping even though I don't do it. <laughs> you always I'm forward like, me. You're like, go answer this. Someone was asking, on eBay labels, can first class be over 13 ounces? Is it 13 yes. ounces? Okay. It's up to a pound. Some really? Some yeah, it's what you can you can say sixteen ounces, which is a pound. Somebody was saying that they were trying to, you know, print a label and like it was telling them thirteen ounces and I looked right. on the USPS a website, I guess just for normal plebes, you it's thirteen it. ounces. It's yeah. just commercial that's commercial over. online e commerce. So so eBay has not changed that. Nope. That we know. Now of. if you're having someone else who is asking about label issues this week where they're like, I try to ship a label on eBay and it just says, Oops, something went wrong. Right. And you're like, Great, I have to ship this out right now. What's going on? Um so if you're having a problem with that thirteen ounce thing, try to ship a label on PayPal. Um, it's whatever, Google it. It's like PayPal shipping label, like paypal.com slash shipping label create or whatever. Um, even if you don't have money in there, you probably have a, a card attached to that. Um, or use something like pirate ship, uh, which you would connect a credit card with or something like, uh, shippo. So it's go shippo.com, which we use for broad porch coffee stuff. Um, so 
if you, it's really helpful to have a secondary place to get labels because when eBay is being weird and you're like, I have to do this right now and I don't want to wait till tomorrow and I have to get this out, go to your other place. Because yeah. I've, I had problems with um, media mail on eBay mm-hmm. where they're like, this isn't a book. And you're like, cool. Yeah, it is. Uh, whatever. It's being quirky. Right. So I go into Pirate Ship and there's a little click box for like extra services. And that's where your media mail is. And you're like, okay. okay. You... I sold a lot of books in the last two weeks for yeah. some reason. Are you in love with Pirate Ship? I like Pirate Ship a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, wow. I like it as an alternative. <laughs> I like the putting stuff in poly mailers and getting a poly mailer rate. Mm-hmm. That's helpful. Yep. It's not always. It's not right. always. Like, it depends on where it's going. It depends on the size. It depends on the weight, of course. Right. Yep. There are times where just a regular 8 by 8 by 8 box is more expensive than eBay. Right. I, I don't know why. So I'm like, I'm not doing that. It's great to just make labels. Like, I had to ship one of our renters at an Airbnb left their um, computer charger going to take 17 days to get there. They live in the same state as us, but I did ship it. So I created a label that way, you yeah. know, so that's nice. Cool. I like it. All right. How often are you checking Pirate Ship and it Very turns often. out it's not the, the right? Uh, um, 50, how 50? often is it not the right. right? I would say 75% of the time, honestly. It, it's not the right or... or it's, it's not, the, it's not it's, cheaper. It's more expensive. Gotcha. Or it's the same price, so oh. I'll just do it on eBay. Yeah. Cool. Um... But there are those times, I would say 30, 25 to 30% of the time where I'm like, oh, that's a better rate. I mean, look, we have no, I have, great. I have no connection to Pirate Bay or Pirate, Pirate Bay, <laughs> either Pirate Bay or Pirate, Pirate Ship. Ship. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not trying to sell this. It's just people have been talking about it so much. It's nice to have year. a choice. What's the most amount of money we have saved on Pirate Ship? I All think on it. some of the bulkier... I had a couple bulky things. Like going to California. Yeah, like going to California. I would say $5. Okay. $5. That's $5. That's a lot of money. That's like a, you know, that's like a Whopper combo. On a shipping. Know? How would you know that? <laughs> how do you know the price of a Whopper combo? <laughs> um, <laughs> you're going to Burger King? <laughs> Burger King. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about our numbers this week. We sold 38 items. That is the weirdest number. Which is less. We sold like 52 I items know. last week. So, I, I mean, honestly, like, I think people are like, I'm done shopping yeah. and nothing's getting to me anyway. And I only bring this stuff up. <laughs> I mean, some people get really obsessed by these numbers yeah. and they're looking for... This is a ballpark, y'all. They're looking... Well, it's... I mean, it's not It's a the number. It's the exact number. But people are trying to find like reasons and... It's just, yeah, it's just, it's whatever it is. Uh, we are, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you know. It is like, whatever it is. Thank God. Yeah. We used to waste so much time on the forum where people would look for reasons why their numbers are up or down. And they, and they weren't l- trying to think of the normal, like, oh, people have bought all their right. Christmas stuff. They're like, eBay is like. Hiding my store, eBay <laughs> okay, is yeah. doing this thing to me, and thank God we've kind of gotten rid of that talk, that but mentality. Yeah. Anyway, so it's thirty-eight items. Hey, thirty-eight items. I love thirty-eight items. Our gross sales: one thousand two hundred ninety dollars forty-seven cents. There were not very not many, including shipping. Not there were not very many high-dollar <laughs> items. Yeah, uh, um, a couple. 
Yeah. And the good thing for us, the reason why that number works for us is because our cost of items sold was about $100. It was about $107. You know? Right. And that's why right. our numbers work for us each week is because we don't really pay a lot for these 38 items. You yeah. Know? Um, and, you know, if we were to, if our cost of items was like, you know, $800, then we're not making a lot of money. As, exactly. Yeah. As is, exactly. we're doing okay. Cogs. Yeah. <laughs> cost of goods sold, right? Cogs. You know, and our average selling price was about $34, $33.95. Because there were a lot of little, like, a t-shirt for $15. I'm like, yeah. yes, I'll take $15. Right. Oh, a pair of tights for yeah. $9. I mean, so our most expensive item we sold was a Christmas ornament for right. $120. Love, love, love that And price. then we sold another ornament for $23. Right. It, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Well, one was... Truly vintage, and one was a vintage repro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we sold a pair of snow boots for yes. $85. Yes. That's the kind of item that I get nervous about because I don't know anything about snow boots. and. What kind of snow boots were they? They're like, I don't know, they were like alpine, you know, the kind that clip into... Oh, they're, sorry, they're not snow boots. Oh, they're they're cross-country ski boots. Oh. Yeah. Is... That not a snow well, boot. you use them in the snow, but they're like for cross country <laughs> okay. skis. They they definitely sold to someone in Maine. Right. So that and we bought them in New Hampshire. Right. So um, <laughs> yeah, like look, I grew up in New England, so I'm right. like, yep, these are great. Like they're vintage, I'm but like, they're usable. I think they'll work. Go for it. Well, yeah. Jay's so funny. So it snowed here in Virginia this week, um, and most of the Northeast, as everyone who lives there knows, and. Uh, Jay's so funny because he's from Texas, and he's always like, I'm from Texas. I don't know how much snow is a lot of snow. Is 12 inches a lot of snow? I'm like, for Virginia, yes. <laughs> like, people are knocking in. Like, schools are closed. Jay's calling, like, local town offices to make appointments for things. And I'm like, dude, they're closed. <laughs> like, you don't understand. This is, like, snowmageddon, 12 Although, inches. we know people who live in, like, Nebraska. Yeah, they're like, what? South Dakota. Who you are guys like, are babies, 12 inches. 12 inches is, like, Monday for us. They're like, know? just go, get get in your car. Uh, we sold a dance, like, a stock pot. For $75. Dance, Coben style. Coben beautiful, style. beautiful. Yep. This is the exact pot. It's not the exact one, but the exact style that I gave to my brother and his wife when mm. they got married. Because nice. it's gorgeous. Right. Yeah. I was like, this is worth a wedding present. And these, and this is a good example of like stuff like five, ten years ago, I would have just flown off the shelf and you could sell it for a lot. A lot of money. Of money. Now, I think Dansk now re... Like they reissue them. It again. Everyone is looking for them to sell them, and so and ours is all from the seventies, and it's banged up. So the fact that we got stained seventy five bucks is good. But when when I mean I still buy them to a resell, but they're often very expensive at auctions, and yeah, yeah and they don't sell very fast. And then we sold a couple books for forty dollars. Books, man. Yep. Like I've been, st- I'm all about that media mail. Yeah. I'm like media mail. Yeah. Big heavy set of books. Going to Texas the other day. Yep, great. Scavenge of the week. Do we scavenge? Nothing. So this is a good, yeah, good example of how we run our store. Large inventory. Yeah. I, I haven't talked about it in a while, but we have seven thousand six hundred and ninety-one individual items. Wow, in the store. so it's almost up to eight thousand again. Um. So that big inventory allows us to not go out and yes. shop and list for a while. 
for a period of time because we're in a period of time where we're really working on this coffee shop yeah. business. So other than you yes. shipping, mm-hmm. for the most part, eBay's just kind of like going. Yeah. You know? I am listing. Like I have literally a backlog of 160 items that I need to list. Every day I try to list like five items, but we've been so busy with other stuff. But the good news is there isn't like a, a fire under you. Like no. sales will happen regardless. Yeah, of exactly. I would love to get through that backlog, but yeah, slow. And, and I actually, we still have 10 boxes of items I bought at yes. several auctions earlier in the pandemic that we still have not put up. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so we had plenty, plenty, plenty. It's all good. Everything's going according to plan. And we can <laughs> we can shape our businesses to however we need them to be. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's honestly my theme of today because right. I have like 17 things for three, four, five different businesses that I have to do. Yeah. And I'm just like... You love it. You love it. You love it. Um, you know, I'm like, well, I'll get done when I can get done. And there are certain things that are in front of the list more than others. All right. So I'm going to bring up a very sensitive topic here. And we're going to try and get through this together. Okay. Customer okay. issues. Yes. We had a buyer in Canada buy three items from us. Oh, three individual items. And there were nice items and there was Mid-century. a lot of money. And we use global shipping. People love it, hate it, whatever. We do it just because it protects us and it's fine. Especially right now. eBay will not let us combine items in global shipping. So I don't blame the buyer. The buyer's like, I'm not going to pay individual shipping for each one. Just give me a whole thing. So I don't know, Ryan. I was just like, well, just like send it to them, whatever, first class. No, or not whatever. now. Or it's in, okay. You know I'm getting upset. I would just like send it to them priority, but like do it in a way where we can just combine it. And then too much time happened and then the she didn't pay and so the items got canceled. And then we like made a listing of all three together. And, we were, and we were like, just, just buy this one thing and we'll ship it all to you. And she was so confused. Like we were trying to scam her. Like I already bought it. She didn't... Know? Okay, number anyway, number one. That money's no longer. It's number gone. one. This lady, <laughs> she bought three things total. Right. The first two things she bought, she sent us offers and we accepted. She didn't pay. She didn't message us. She had an unpaid item case opened against her, and she's like, she. This person is either doesn't understand the internet doesn't know how to buy things on the internet, even though she has a bunch of feedback. <laughs> she's like, she's like, oh, I didn't even know I hadn't completed my purchase. Please send a combined invoice. Yep. I explained to her over and over again. And then, so she's not listening to any of my messages. She's like, oh, I want this other thing. Buys it. Uh, sorry, doesn't buy it. Sends an offer I accept. Great. I have three things I need to get to you. Um... Send me a combined it. It's the same thing over and over. I finally am like, I'm canceling all of these. I'm canceling them. Some of them have already gone away because she didn't pay because of the unpaid item case, right? Um, and then I'm like, I, I bundled these in a custom listing for you. Right. It's going to have combined shipping. It's going to be fast international shipping, blah, blah, blah. Crickets. Yep. What do, what do you do? Yep. People are like 
crazy. Yeah. I mean, the answer is eBay should have a way oh, yes. for those of us that still use global shipping just to combine yeah. orders. Or allow know? me to... So the hard thing is, is even if she put them all in her cart and paid for them somehow through global shipping... It's hard for me to give her a discount on shipping because I don't know how much the international portion was and right. how much, like, why I, that money never comes well, to me. Well, that might be the reason why eBay won't yeah. combine a shipping because they don't know. I mean, if someone buys, like, a bow and arrow and then, like, a book, they're like, we don't know how to combine right, this right. together. So I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, that's uh, just, that was under customer issues. That was an issue. And, I've also, look, I've also had a similar thing happen recently where someone wants two similar items for a certain price, including shipping. And I'm like, fine. And I make a custom listing and then they buy it. It's great. There was another lady who wanted four different items. I bundled a listing for her, four different items, did the combined shipping because I was like, I don't know how else to do this. And then she wanted an even cheaper price. And I said, no. So I ended the listing and relisted everything. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, no. Right. I'm relisting everything. Yep. So that's kind of annoying when you kind of bend over backwards to do something. And they're like, oh, I want a cheaper price. I'm like, no. Yep. This is as cheap as I can do it. Yep. So those are those are some annoying customers. Because, you know, that, that mid-century modern stuff going to Canada was $130. Yep. I'm like, ah, oh, lady. I know. Out of my pocket. Well, you should have called her up on the phone and explained it to her. Okay, let's take the comments or questions that people sent in this week. Okay. You can call our voicemail line, which several people did. The phone number is 540-407-8486. Or you can email us an audio file. Our email is thescavengerlife at gmail.com. Hi, Jay and Ryan. This is Jason in Kansas. Uh, love your guys' show. Appreciate everything you do. The USPS is really uh, going up in flames right now, and I wondered if you had considered uh, just sending via FedEx since to get there a little bit quicker. Just a thought. Uh, another thing is I've been ordering your coffee. It's really, really great. The last time I ordered, I left a big, long note to seller uh, about how to leave a product review. On some products on eBay, there's a button that says leave a review, and I can't find it on your coffee. I was wondering if you knew how to add a button like that to a product that you're uh, selling in quantity and have a lot of. Uh, there's something you might want to consider looking into. Uh, I don't drink coffee. I can't stand it. But my mom drinks coffee, and I buy it for her. And it's one of the few pleasures that she has in her old age. And uh, her eyes really light up every time she gets a bag. So thanks again uh, for everything you do. Keep up the great work. And I'm really looking forward to see what kind of party you guys throw for episode 500 coming up really soon. Uh, have a great day and happy selling. Okay, so number one, yeah, Ryan, other people have asked that. Why don't we just ship FedEx or a UPS? 
Uh, it's more expensive. Yeah. Um, the other thing, too, is I find that FedEx, because they are a private company, they can pick and choose when they pick up from us right. at our house. Right. Um, you know, there is a drop-off in town. Um, there was not a drop-off for a long time in our town for it FedEx. It just happened, right? Yeah, like there was a little box you could put it in. You're like, my box doesn't okay. fit in there. Ballpark it for me. Let's say oh, shipping to California so is going to cost $10 on the post office. Yep. How much is FedEx? $35. See, that's crazy. I swear I to you. No, I, like, I believe it. So I don't know why people are asking these questions. Like, yeah, sure. Like, let's do overnight FedEx. That's great. But it's going to cost I mean, you. <laughs> like, if people want to pay that. Someone on YouTube <laughs> said... This is a funny comment. They were like, oh, I ordered some coffee from another company, and they used a shipping company called OnTrack, T-R-A-C. And it's so I looked it up. It's only in the western part of the United States. Um, I compared a 12-ounce package for USPS, which is about $5 first class, to an on-track package of the exact same size going from California to Washington State, it was $35. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, there's literally no way. I don't know how they did. I don't understand Someone paid $35 to ship coffee. The other thing about FedEx that I find, um, and I've read horror stories on Reddit, on flipping and wherever, is that even, and, and on our forum, sometimes even if you put the precise measurements of the box mm. FedEx is like no upcharge 25 extra dollars right. upcharge and and you can't fight it right I've had and look I've had USPS be like this was off by two ounces yep. or this was off by an inch you owe a dollar fifty and I'm like ugh well yeah okay maybe that's true or I'll appeal it and I'll say yeah. I know for sure this was in a X size box um and I just get nervous about FedEx for those reasons. I mean, I think that that is my issue with people that rage against the post office. Yes. Uh, you know, and it's like, whatever, let's privatize it. It's going to be better. I mean, yeah, sure. I don't know. FedEx, I guess, is better. I guess that they're more organized. But what I've read is that what happens for them is that FedEx, that they pick and choose what they yes. want. yes. And then they dump off the last mile deliveries that are a pain in the butt to the post office. That's why you have, what is it called? FedEx Home or what's it? FedEx Smart Post. Smart Post, you know. So it's kind of like with internet, you know. Right. In this country. Uh, We decided a long time ago to privatize the internet a system, and if you live in an urban area, it might be good. You know, you get like fiber. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully, it's good for you. But those of us in the country, in rural areas, Comcast, for instance, just will decide we don't want to go to this area because we don't make enough money there. Yeah. So you don't so, get internet. Yeah. And so I think it would be the same thing if you were to blow up the post office. You would either have areas that you couldn't get postage because it's just too expensive or it would just be really really expensive you know look we had someone pick up a piece of furniture from craigslist one time um from dc like they came to dc and bought got a bed Mm -hmm. from us and they were like it's so pretty out here do you guys get like amazon like does amazon deliver out here and it's just so funny because you're like yes like of course they do through the well through 
everything, FedEx and UPS. And sure. it's just hilarious how people think it is it is like that, you know, because yeah. of course they think that. So that's our, our, our rant. And right. here, so Jason is one of the people who said, I don't drink coffee, but my mom loves coffee. Mm. So he's been ordering coffee from us. And I, I do apologize because any packages going to Kansas, I've been tracking them. He got some of his coffee and right. some more of his coffee is delayed. So, um... Thank you for ordering coffee. So I appreciate we it. sell coffee through broadporchcoffee.com. Yes. That's a little, it's a little, little, little ad there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we also have an eBay store. So We do have an eBay store. Thank God people said, it's usually broad, broad porch in the title. So now if you just yes. go to eBay and Type if you broad search porch broad porch coffee, coffee yeah. you see our thing. So people can't give us reviews? Uh, well, they give us feedback. Oh, it's, he's talking he's about, talking about like, you know, when oh, you buy like, um, right. a, an iPod, right? they're like, Four rate stars. this, yeah. this item. Um, I have just have to look into that. Mm. So our, our broad porch, uh, account on eBay is not a store. It's just individual listings. So right. I don't know if that's something or or if the item has to have a UPC, mm. um, I'm not sure exactly what yeah. it, it entails, but yeah. I will I will look it up just to see. Hi, this is Nicole. Just wanted to call because uh, you've been talking a lot about shipping, and just wanted to know how you're handling um, insurance claims now that USPS is making the buyer bring in the broken item and the packages. I've had some issues. I double boxed an item and it got a stress factor and the United States Postal Service denied it. So I just wanted to know how that was going for you, how you're handling it. I think your listeners would appreciate uh, what your input is. Thanks. Bye. Um, Good question. I haven't had to file a claim at USPS in the last few months. Yeah. Um, so let me so. ask you, Ryan. I'm going to be the interviewer. How often do you have to make a claim to the post office? Three times a year? Yeah, like a few times a year. How often have they said, "I we need the item, bring uh, it to us? Uh, it was one time, actually. And one time was- in your entire life. Uh, I would say maybe a couple times, but it was one time recently. Mm -hmm. Um, And they said, well, bring us the item and then we'll make a decision. And what would you say? Uh, So so it was a weird situation. Um, The woman sent me a photo. The the, the buyer. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. The buyer was like, oh, this was chipped. Um, And I was like, okay, um, I'm going to... It was a cheap item. It was a little sugar bowl. I was like, whatever. I'll try to claim insurance to help with this. Um, And they were like, you need to... Postal service. Yeah, the postal service sent me a paper letter saying you need to give us this item and and where would you need to take it? I don't like I I don't know. Well, so the problem the problem was she had the item. Right. I don't want it back. Well, right? No, no. I mean, look, we understand the problem. I don't. I don't know the answer. That's what she's okay. I don't know. So anyway, it don't yeah. happen once, and then I don't know. and then you just threw up your hands and just. I just like, gave her yeah. her money back and okay. was like, right. "I this is such a cheap thing, right. and I literally don't have time." But we. But I'll say, I'll interview myself. I guess I would. I guess if it were a more expensive item, I would go to the post office and be like, what do right. I do here? You yeah. know, talk to them and appeal it. So 
for me, my experience is it seems like this is a very arbitrary uh, system. Like we, in our coffee business, we sent like four pounds of coffee to a guy. It didn't get there on time and it was like stuck. And then we, and we sent it priority and we put in a post office, whatever, claim. claim, And they sent us a check like the next week. Like they didn't ask us anything. I mean, so. I mean, I provided. I guess that's not a broken item. It was a lost item. That was, I guess, my fault. That's not exactly what she's talking about. That was a lost item. But we have had other broken items in the past six months where we've made a claim and they've just given us a check, you know? Um, so I, yeah. I, I I don't know the answer. We sorry, we're not Ugh. helpful there. Probably. Yeah, I um, I so I've had to uh, do an insurance claim for our broken lamp, um, through uh, ship ship saver ship saver is that what it's called? Um, and they issued. I had to give him a partial refund because he he repaired it, and I asked for that money, and they they sent me a PayPal payment. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, it just always sucks. You know, you can get denied for any reason. (laughs) And you're like, I paid for this insurance, you know. Hey, guys, this is Lori in Oklahoma. And I have a question regarding packing slips. I am currently looking at ways to speed up my shipping process. And I've been considering um, whether or not to include the packing slips in my packages. If you... If you have any ideas or anything, that would be great. Thanks. Um, I include a packing slip, and what I do is I print it on half a sheet. I just call it, like, the invoice or whatever, invoice packing slip. It's smaller. Um, It fits on half a sheet now, so that actually saves me a lot of paper every year. And uh, I put it in mostly because I want an extra piece of information that has the address that it's being shipped to because I want to make sure that if the label gets messed up, the post office can open the package and see the address. Now, I don't know how often that happens, but ever since I started mailing stuff, like whenever, my mom was always like, write the address down on a little index card with a phone number and put it inside the package. I think it's good too. I mean, I don't so know. So I do that. I don't know how much extra time it takes. It's good too because I think people buy a lot of stuff online and they just get some random box. Yeah. And there's an item in there and, you know, I don't yeah. know. It's just like, where do I get this? So if you just have a packing slip, it just shows like yeah. this was your order. Um, the other thing too about the packing slips is what I do is so I pull everything in the morning. I have like an Ikea bag full of stuff from my storage up in my office and I have a... a a stack of invoices. I do this for broad porch too. I print out the invoices and I know what I'm packing. Okay. This is a sweater going to Texas. They paid for a priority. That's my next step. Okay. Now I'm printing a label. Now that one's done. Like it's a list. It's a to-do list. So I find that very helpful. Um, for a long time, I didn't do that and I would write it down. Okay, sweater to Texas, priority. Why am I writing it down? Just print it off the computer. <laughs> like, right. the information's already there. So I find it very helpful. Some people think it's wasteful um, and a waste of time. Does, and, does it take a lot of time? No. 
it doesn't take a lot of time for me, but I also find it to be a helpful step. Yeah, so it's you. it's essential for me to do it. Um, I do that with Broad Porch too because I'll I'll print out the stack of stuff we need to do and I just go through it. I'm like, oh, I need this coffee. It needs to be ground. Okay, this is my packing list. It's going here. You know, I find it very helpful. Yeah. Hi, Scavenger Life. This is Laura from Seattle. Um, I've been listening to your podcast for a few years now. So thanks for all the info and entertainment. Um, anyway, I had a quick question about something you mentioned a few shows ago. You were talking about like uh, parting stuff out and mentioned selling the uh, accordion part of an AC that you bought for a rental. Uh, and I was just wondering like what you record as your cost basis for that, like just zero dollars or do you do some sort of calculation to come up with another figure um this year i've done you know a few similar transactions and also just like selling things from around my house uh you know due to the pandemic i wasn't able to source so uh recently maybe like two-thirds of my store uh is just stuff from around my house um so i was wondering if uh you know, or what other people are doing with that. Like, is that zero dollars for my Cox? Do I like dig out old receipts and record a loss? But that feels kind of weird. Um, or do I just exclude those from my taxes, which also seems really weird? Um, anyway, any advice, uh, is welcome. Uh, thanks so much. Take care. Yeah. So for an item like that, like it's, I would price it out based on like how much you would have to buy that item for. Um, you know, like it's a part that the company sells. So I would do a little less than that. Um, even though I bought the AC unit, right. but if I had to replace it, I'm like, okay, it was $12. So she's asking about how to price it. How how to do the cogs. Okay. Because you're uh, like, you bought this AC unit for a different reason. I you're selling you. parts off of it. You. Um, you could say zero because you're like, it's just bonus. Yeah. Um, I didn't need it as part of my setup. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think yeah. for a lot of things, we aren't maybe like other people where they're doing every little thing. I mean, if something yeah. doesn't really cost us anything, we don't it really... It is kind of zero we, we don't really claim it because it's kind of just free money to us yeah know? i uh, mean i mean you could look up the cost of the item retail but then again it yeah. kind of didn't cost you anything so it's a good question yeah um i don't i don't i think other people too crazy yeah. on that i think there would be other people that would be able to answer better than us hey how's it going scavenger life uh this is uh, horizon picks on ebay hey listen uh just wanted to call not to be a debbie downer the week of christmas but as per your recent uh, podcast there, just had my first uh, late shipment case closed in the buyer's favor. So complete uh, just non-working of the system of eBay with the shipping delays. Um, for some reason amongst, gosh, I'd probably say dozens of items at this point that are still a week to two weeks behind this one, eBay just never read my tracking number correctly from the beginning. They always said tracking not provided, which again, pasting it into the 
form and updating along the way. Um, the case closed. I went to appeal, deny, deny, and then I just went back again to see if I could get the defect removed and uh, was told no, basically. So very strange. Uh, the system kind of failed on that one. And I just wonder how many other sellers are just dealing with this. Um, I know eBay had put out a some kind of email that they were going to kind of review this. I hope that once this stuff fades off, uh, they will make some adjustments. What do you guys think? Uh, totally something outside the control of the seller and basically buyers getting stuff for free and costing sellers the bummer. So uh, I would say I don't know if you have a anchor store. If you have an anchor store, you should definitely call the anchor support and say what's up with this because here's my tracking and it's et cetera, et cetera. If you don't have anchor support, um, I don't know what it's like to get anyone on the phone right now, but there is an eBay for business Facebook um, place where you can message. Mm -hmm. Just Google eBay for business Facebook account and you'll, you should be able to message them and get someone to help you because with what we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, they should have read your tracking um, and given you extra time at this point. Because yeah. this, this is a recent call. I mean, he just called. Right. So um, he just called today. So he, they should cover you for that. So yeah. you should appeal that for sure any way you can. So I have a buddy who uh, he shipped a $100 like smoking pipe to okay. somebody. Yeah. Um, like a tobacco pipe. Yeah. Yeah. And vintage. The, it didn't get there for a long time. The buyer was like, give me back my money. Oh, so he did because he was a good wow. guy. But then he saw that the item actually got to the buyer. Oh, so he messaged the buyer like, oh, so I see that you got it. And then the buyer was like, well, just send me an invoice. you know." So he sent him another invoice. And then the buyer just ghosted him. Uh, and he's like, what do I do? And I was just like, well, kind of the problem was is you gave him back his money. Too right, soon. Right. And I don't know. I was just like, I guess you just got to call eBay and see if they will honor that conversation or honor the fact that you gave him a refund, but he also got the item. I, I, I don't know what eBay now, would do. Now, did he, did his customer open an item not receive case or just it a message? sound like yeah, it. I, I don't tough. know the details. But so that's hard because he's a little bit of like, a, he's kind of still a newbie too. I know, uh, that's you know. tough. I, I think also people get nervous because they're like, ah, oh, negative feedback, you know? Um, you know, at this point, yeah. I'm sort of like, I don't care. Right. Um, although if someone opened an item not received case um, and you provide free returns and stuff, um, you yeah. should not be able to get you should be able to get negative feedback removed, if not removed automatically. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the whole situation sucks. Right. Like it's tough for your buyer. It's tough for the sellers. It's tough for eBay. It's tough for the post office workers like it all around is just a nightmare. So let's quickly talk about coffee because that's exciting to us right now in our lives. Yes. A couple things. Christmas is coming and we've been having a lot of – it just – I'm just amazed. Coffee seems to be a good gift. So it's a great gift. So we've a lot gift. of good sales. Um, 
not only sales online, but sales in store in the Harrisonburg store. I'm starting to realize like, wow, yeah. So retailers really do depend on Christmas sales. They like, do. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. Too. Yeah. But now it's going to be interesting to, to see. Will sales. As holidays wind down. Yeah. Will sales wind down, you know? Or, I'm uh, hoping that, okay, this is what I'm hoping. People got Broad Porch Coffee for presents. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this coffee's great. I should order it now. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> right? It's a, a funny, I hope. We hear from all these people who are like, I've never drank coffee and it's my life. I hate coffee. <laughs> it's interesting. Like, where are the people who actually love coffee? I know. Who, it's like, are you who here? Are like us, where we're drinking, you know, two pounds every two weeks, like a pound a week of coffee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, they're out there. They're just satisfied with their coffee. So a couple things where I'm excited because, I mean, we've, the the team has been working hard. Yes. Sometime probably end of January, early February, we're going to have new bags and new labels. Oh, I can't wait. Like if you got our coffee, you know, it's like kind of punk rock. It's like this label. It's like DIY handwritten label. And we handwrite and we put the Which is uh, a releasing date and it's great. But we are after having like really nice, it's going to look still punk rock, but it's going to be cool. It's, I, it's, um, trust me, everyone's so excited. It's also going to make it, you know, again, as a different kind of business, this right. kind of, it's going to be much easier to pack everything. And he's like, I'm the bagger. So I like yep. weigh the beans and put them in the bag and I write the labels and I, yep. you know, help seal it. And yep. it's a lot of work, but with like pre-printed bags and pre-printed labels, you'll just yep. slap it on. That's right. We don't boom, have to boom, write boom, it boom. every time. Yeah, it's, we'll it's stamp the nice. date. We'll, we'll stamp the date. That's the, but I think it's also going to up. The look. It's going to up the look. So so it's funny uh, selling on eBay where you're like, here's the item that you're buying. But for a commodity food item, you're marketing not like the brown beans. Mm -hmm. You're marketing the front of the package. You know, it's such a different thing to think about, you know. Um, So, yeah, it's been fascinating just working on, you know, the label design. And, I mean, it's... It's it's such a different world, but yeah. yeah so we're roasting today. Um, it's Sunday because Christmas is this week, and and we got a bunch. So like I was we, just doing like, the order log while we're doing the podcast. Excuse me, uh, and um, <laughs> multitasking. We're trying to uh, multitask, and yeah. we're trying to get all these out for tomorrow for morning, tomorrow, hoping yeah. they get there. They know, won't. We'll see. But, well, at least we'll try. Yeah, yeah. but but um, you know, it's. Uh, it's great because we have really seen the volume go up for, for Christmas right. and a lot of it's scavengers. And I will say the our partners, Phil and Jill, they uh, ordered a bunch of merch, which which I thought was cool. So if you go to broadporchcoffee.com slash merch slash merch, yeah. the, there's a long sleeve shirt and there's a hoodie uh, that if, I don't know if anyone's... If anyone needs to look cool, to, yeah. cool coffee gear. Yeah. Um, I have the long sleeve shirt. And I have a hoodie. Which I think is cool. It's black. Uh, and it says small victories along the uh, <laughs> sleeves. That's kind of our motto. That's the motto. Yeah, it's cool. Yep. Yep. Anyway, uh, let's wrap this up. This podcast, anything else? Uh, it's Christmas this week, so we're yeah. not going to talk to people again until after Christmas. That's right, yeah. Uh, yes. I hope you guys have a nice holiday. Stay home, be safe. Hope you're still shipping stuff. You're tracking stuff at 3 a.m. Yeah. Understand we're here, we get it, but just we get it. Keep going. Do it. Long term. Yep.
Big, Item big, not received case. Big picture. Appeal it. Okay. <laughs> this podcast is ending in three, three two, two, one. one. Bye. Bye.